everybody, this is GCR, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Are you into comics and cool stuff, or did you like to be? Well, if so, go on and check out our guys over at waywardraven.com. If you haven't been there, you should. Great stuff, novelties, gear, comics, and uh, just a bunch of cool guys. So check them out at waywardraven.com. Use our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard to get a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. If you're a gamer and or like coffee, be sure to get over to Player One Coffee, our guys in Salt Lake City. Be sure to get yourself some of the overclocked omen as it is the God's gift to gamers. Go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive. Hey everybody, GCR here to tell you about a new product that we are trying to sell and that we use ourselves. It's CBD oil. If you're anything like me, as a 35-year-old overweight man, you have a sore back, you have a sore shoulder, and you fight insomnia all the time. Well, I don't anymore. CBD oil is legal in all 50 states. And this HempWorks product is fantastic. We have THC-free if you're worried about a drug test. And we have salves and creams and oils, peppermint, cinnamon, no flavor. We have everything. Go to GCLCBD.com and get some for yourself because you deserve it. If you're anything like us here at GeekCast Live, I know that almost all you've ever wanted to do in life is play wizard chess. Well, now here's your chance. You can head on over to squareoffnow.com and pick yourself up a wizard chessboard, basically. Just use our discount code GCL to get 20% and free shipping off your order. That's squareoffnow.com, discount code GCL for wizard chess today. Go buy (laughs) t-shirts. Play that. Just play it. GCL.threadless.com. T-shirts, hats, shower curtains. Be about that life. You can probably get it on a toy. Anal beads. Mm -hmm. I think they have anal beads. They have leggings. Yeah, stockings, bath curtains. They got like uh, uh, Kenny Loggins skull on a (laughs) T-shirt. It looks like Kenny Loggins, doesn't it? Wait, what was it? GCL. .threadless.com That's gcl.threadless.com 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 It's a trap! Welcome to episode 271 of the Geek Cast Live Podcast. Bjorn. Damn it. Damn it, I couldn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Bjorn. It's Nico. And Cartoon Joe. Uh, I thought I could get it all out of there. Bjorn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. It was a good, valiant effort. Bjorn hears more. <laughs> <laughs> You know it's a rough night when it, you reach into your fridge, which is you know usually a pretty respectable 
Your sanctuary. Yeah, and and you root around, and the only thing cold is Coors Light. Oh, did your kids get into everything else? <laughs> I don't know. I've I've had a rough stretch of of drinking nights slash babysitting. I would have swore that I had some more Central Waters uh, stout in there, but um, who knows? I'd like to do a Mount Rushmore and Crazy Horse of beer. Mm, oh, it's don't, so don't, difficult don't, now. I would, and, beer and spirits, but what, well, we I could. Mean? I mean, we could do both in the same episode. But I'm down. I don't want to mix. You know, I, I don't want to have like I picked one beer and three spirits. I want like this is my Mount no, no, Rushmore of beer. Yeah, okay, cool. Separate. Yeah, separate them. I think we do liquor first, then beer. That's how it goes, right? That's fine. Never well, sicker. Well, you'll right. be in the clear. Oh, yeah. Have yeah, no fear, you're right. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, that's right. Right. Different, different dialects. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, lower Wisconsin, it's have no fear. So, <laughs> does, does Zima qualify for the beer rush more? Or I think malt liquor Z- is Zima, I think malt liquor is allowed on the beer side. Is it? If you say I'm the bias, <laughs> we Cut could it. have a we could have a we could stretch it into three episodes and do our Mount Rushmore of malt liquors if you'd like. Yes. Do either of yes. you do either of you three uh, younglings know anything about malt liquor? Because I went to college in the nineties. Yeah, absolutely. I drank I drank a lot of Seagram's like mom on the beach daiquiris growing up. Not quite the same. Smearing off ice guy, my guy Joe. <laughs> I drank uh, yeah, my very first. Nables. My very first alcoholic drink was a Zima with a green Jolly Rancher. Mm. Nice. I don't remember like conscious alcoholic drink or like no, like I'm, I, I'm I yeah, guess. not not what mom slipped in your sippy cup to get you to quit crying. No, I, I accidentally chugged at two years old a glass of Aunt Emily's brandy. Nice. No one accidentally chugs brandy. I grabbed it thinking it was apple juice and chugged it and then immediately threw it up on the new carpet. Yeah. Baller. Baller. (laughs) (laughs) Beyond dispute, that action. Let's move, two-year-old me. (laughs) I, as a grown-up, couldn't get all the way halfway through a glass of brandy in one thing without realizing it was brandy and yeah. It's amazing I even made it to my mouth with my motor skills. That's true. Being what they are. Yeah. Being what they like they, what they still are. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You go to the ER, your mom takes you to the ER because you've got like brandy eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that like up. where like like you drink a bunch of brandy and then suddenly you've got like a like a smoky eye and I think you get forced Whitaker eye. I think that's actually how he got it. Yeah. Well, yep. yeah, and one of them's cross-eyed, not the other, but just one. Yeah, right. one of them's got a nice, like a crisp brown right cross. <laughs> well, it's when you go when you go all airplane, and I've got a drinking problem, and put it right in your face. Yep, it's a little Jesus take the wheel scenario. <laughs> and what possible? Yep, <laughs> Carrie Underwood was drunk. I, I suspected it all along. Oh, Anywho, man. bottom line is I'm drinking Coors Light and not really too thrilled about it. What's that wine? What's the wine we had at uh, Ice of Fire? Ober- Oberweiss. Like dark Oberweiss. <laughs> That's the wine. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Like a nice, like a nice, like a nice chocolate water. You got like a, like a thick, like a choco wine. <laughs> or anal vice, whatever. Uh, the, 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 I think we're getting warmer. 
<gasps> no, it's it's the dark and jammy one. Was it a Boda box? Mm, it was a Boda box, but uh, the, we had, I had a Boda box, and I also brought something else. And I don't remember what it was. Was it a bag of chillable red? <sighs> no, um, probably easily the no, highest the quality of wine. That was the most boxed wine I had drank since college. Yeah, it was like thirty. It's the most boxed wine I've ever drank ever. It's I I we bought like what. I'm sure the story has grown with time, but like it was probably freshman 20 spring break of wine. Yeah, spring break <laughs> trip to to Daytona Beach. We bought. I don't think they. I know they don't make them anymore, but I swear it was a like a six gallon box of like Rum Runner or Bahama Mama or oh, it was uh, Boda Box Nighthawk Blend. Nighthawk Blend. <laughs> oh. Nighthawk Black, excuse me. Yeah, because it really needs a color designation. Mm-hmm. It's weird that it's Nighthawk Black, but it was a red wine blend. Big, dark, and jammy. Boy, there's so many ways to go I with know. that, and I'm, I'm, I'm just not, not, I'm not that's doing what that. I call going to. <laughs> this is there it is. <laughs> and he bowls a gentleman's six. <laughs> Look, it's her vulva. <laughs> Well, this is taken uh, as you'd expect. Yeah, this is beautiful. Well, we, we were black and jammy four minutes in. So, what are you going to do? We, uh, well, I know what I'm going to do because I can't. We were talking about it before you came on the show, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, did anybody else catch all? Um, I think 47 episodes of Netflix's <laughs> glass blowing competition blown away. <laughs> Just again, going on. I did. Again, I did. Uh, I thought it was only a shitty Japanime movie, so I, I missed out on it. Well, you did miss out on it, Nick. <laughs> you missed out on a, a very, very niche slice of American Americana. Well, what's Next, amazing, I think I it took place – it was I in Toronto. It's, it's, I wouldn't even say Americana. A very, a, a very niche slice of just um, humanity. You guys realize the, the thin margins of time that I work on. Yes. So it's yes, extremely unlikely that I sat down for many hours. No, you, no I think it's worth You it. of all people should it's stay away from it, I think. Hot sand porn or whatever. Or like uh, um, hide your firearms from yourself before you watch it. Mm. Actually, and shoelaces. At the start of every show. Well, first of all, here's it's they introduce the uh, 15 contestants, 12 contestants. God, however many it is. And every With, one um, of Freaking Dollar General Chris Hardwick. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's he's in all these Hardwick for sure. And he's... Um, Sounds worse than a regular Hardwick. Too many was, teeth. Too many teeth. I'm pretty sure he was once on, like, Big Brother or something. <sighs> anyway. I think he's also the... Uh, the um, the human model for Sonic. Wow. Probably. There's a lot happening here. He's a weird dude, and he's Just like weird, about his, he's like yeah. shapes, and he cuts his hair with two stones. And yes, he's, he's a weird, like uh, like a 1998 to 2001 flash animation come to life. <laughs> you remember the guy who used to be the other the other host of American Idol? I think his name was Ryan Dunkelman. Hmm. No, but let's okay, pretend so, that I, I don't. Season one of American Idol, it was Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkelman were the hosts of American Idol. Dunkelman didn't make it to season two. 
that guy is a better reality TV show host than Nick from Blown Away. That, yeah, I agree with you. They bring in these 12 people who are all... Oh, this is a real person. Exacerbated, exacerbated caricatures of stereotypical... Um, Hipster douchebag culture. Hipster douchebag culture, yes. Every That's an amazing one. sentence. Can you say is that it, sentence again? I don't know. What was the first word I said? I, I used... Uh, Undeniably. There... <laughs> I don't need the whole sentence. I need a description. Every one are, of those people. Uh, hipster douchebag is, is culture. Some, is some sort of cross-section of hipster douchebag culture. And all the way down all to... All that the, from, into a glass-blowing show? Mm-hmm. I haven't that, even that begun to like, talk <laughs> about... <laughs> haven't even, haven't even gotten the show yet. This dude, is all set up. This is all backstory. <laughs> I haven't scratched... The fucking is, surface of this. This show. is the 120 pages of uh, Hobbit lineage from the Fellowship of the Ring. Good Christ, man! They're, they're so they would be attacked if the if the they're not even called judges on the show. They don't even call them judges because you couldn't possibly judge any of the people on this show without them having a fucking meltdown about being judged. Okay. So they're called like appraisers or some shit or uh, like enthusiastic witnesses or some that shit. That sounds right. <laughs> enthusiastic witnesses. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing that every time I, I cackled. At the start, at the during the show, they actually they show you like they go through like a process every time at the start of the show to tell you like they'll bring on like a ballerina and the ballerina will talk about how um, she has to um, her, like body fluidity and body motion and then they'll ask these glass blowers to create a piece of art that um, not it has to, to do three things it has to <laughs> right, meet right. it has to meet the design criteria right. It has to demonstrate technical skill, and it has to demonstrate conceptual bravery. Conceptual <laughs> bravery. Or eat my. And ass. I think I think four out of the ten episodes, it's creative bravery. Creative they bravery. It, they use it interchangeably. Right, like you showed a lot of creative bravery here. That's that's the point where I turn it off. <laughs> well, here's the thing: after they give them their marching orders and they go with assistants to go to their places, they go and the show explains to you what they're going to be doing now. Uh, the the contestants will now um, create glass sculptures using tools like the uh, the kiln and one of them there's like a stick and it's called like a like a poopy poop or some a shit a punty a punty they'll use a punty and they'll take the punty and glass and stick it in the glory hole. There's no <laughs> chance that any of what you're saying is true. They say that ten times an episode. At Easily. one point, the host actually looks at a woman who's like his co-host. Who is like the head of glass blowing at like uh, UC Berkeley? She's like the dean of glass blowing, or, or some whatever, shit. whatever the the Toronto equivalent is. Right, the sh- it's like the Sheridan College <laughs> University, <laughs> University of Phoenix or something. And that's the mascot. They don't even actually blow glass at that school. <laughs> she actually, he actually looks at her and says, "Now, like now, Donna, explain to me." the glory hole and i'm like i'm fucking i'm dying i'm dying on the i'm fucking dying every time i hear it i i like i I give like one loud like "Ah!" every time i hear it 
Because <laughs> they have to realize well, what they're saying, right? Or do right? they just not? Are we sure they this might not? Like this isn't like actual not. satire, right? Like just really, No, there's a real good chance. There's a real good chance that this is like some. Because um, this sounds like real something high that I level, would make, like just to fuck with people. It could be a real high level, like here's Onion brings you uh, <laughs> blown away on Netflix. It could be. It, it should be, but it's not. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some enemies of people who might listen to our podcast, but probably don't. It is Westeros the musical, but glass blowing. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's, that's how that's, that's how dedicated harsh. all that's of the people are. That's amazing. They are. They. It's much better. <laughs> there can't be Nick. There could be. In Why the, is in, Discord in the, losing its connection in Discord? I don't. Know. I don't know. In the final episode, Janusz. No one's uh, named Janusz. He was the one I wanted to win. He was the only guy in the entire show I liked. Janusz, who has been a stud this whole time, is up against Deborah. What? What? Deborah, who is actually Fred Armisen as, as <laughs> the evil, as the evil Mrs. Dodo from Sesame Street's Follow That Bird. Oh my God! Yes, wow. and, <laughs> and they have, what? That was layered <laughs> upon layered. Sorry. And they go in waves. Rifle of meta. <laughs> they go they go head to head in to to they to create uh, an entire glass art installation in the gallery. And Janusz, his theme is going to be um climate change. And Deborah's is going to be all about feminism. And and she does it by uh, making a bunch of glass sausages, a glass cla- cast iron pan with a hole in the center of it, and a bunch of glass, like, over easy eggs. Right. Okay. I wasn't sure you were going to bring up the eggs because oh, the yeah. egg you can the see egg represents the egg. her. You can see how that's a representation of her on the the glass floor or whatever it's called that they keep calling Well, it. The, the egg represents femininity. It's a classic feminist symbol. Um, and you can see how it's spilling over the pedestal, like it's taking up more space, uh, much like Deborah has in the male-dominated glass-blowing world. Right. And, like, don't get me wrong, there's some valid social commentary, but you could say it with less smug in your voice. And also, don't get me wrong, you made an awesome glass sunny-side-up egg. Mm Mm-hmm. And the cast-iron pan... Looks like a cast iron pan, but not as much detail as the uh, the cast iron kettlebells that Alexander made in the uh, third to le- final episode, though. And that that lost. Yeah, I tell you guys, I watched every damn episode, and I'm gonna <laughs> give it. I'm gonna get with all its flaws. I'm gonna give Rob it is mine. Rob is slowly making a sailor's knot in his belt. <laughs> I'd like you guys to fucking wa- wrap this up. So I. I talk am, him off the ledge. I really would encourage you to at least watch episode. No. Yeah. Moving on. At, at one point. No, hold on. Last one. At one point, they actually tell him they bring in a uh, molecular gastronomist. He's like a four star. Oh, Michelin yes. Beard, James Beard award winning guy. <laughs> He's, he knows nothing to, about blowing glass, but he has a restaurant. 
<laughs> right. And and the challenge is to make either some sort of uh, to represent like food itself or some sort of way to deliver food to like your mouth. Well, one guy says, you know, I just don't like food, so I'm just going to make some glass flowers. Shut up. And is sh- and is shocked when he loses. He gets voted out. He gets like told he's uh, his glass didn't blow us away. And he's like, I. Did really, they use uh, that phrase. That is what they say every yeah. episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jarmuk. Your glass didn't blow us and, away. In the very first episode, I'm sorry, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. I remember him because he's he's like if I was a surfer who also blew glass. <laughs> Yeah, and then I mean, he, that show is Kevin. And then right at the last second, right before he went to take his stuff to the annealer, he breaks it. And then right. what he turns in is all the broken pieces. Just, <laughs> and, they, and they come to it and say, did you intentionally break the glass? No, I just didn't have time to. I broke it. And I didn't have time to fix it. Well, Whoa, Kevin. well, well glass blowers are, are you have to be able to salvage something. So, Kevin, I'm sorry you didn't blow us away. Your glass didn't blow us away. And he spends, my favorite part of that is he spends the whole episode, every like cutaway, every like Jim's the camera shot of him is uh, glass breaks. That's what it does. That's what it just, it breaks. That's what glass does. And then his glass breaks. (laughs) And that's the last thing he says. Well, you know, that was his philosophical moment is glass breaks. Glass breaks. And then, like, Darmok Randy wins the next one. It's fucking... It's worth It's worth the eight hours of my Sunday, I think. In no way is that possible. I believe in you. Eight man. hours? Did you or, watch or it you, Or you've massively undersold it. Are the, are the episodes only half hours long? I think they're 20... Uh, about 23 Uh-oh. minutes. So, no, I, I watched it for three hours. It, it, feels, it feels like an hour. Because well, of the, like the combination of fake <laughs> drama and... Uh, pretension. They say glory holes one thousand. They say it a lot. <laughs> so did they just? So so this is where you just he'd put the punty in the glory hole then, and I just oh. go. <laughs> there are so many things there. You gotta. You gotta. You, you gotta. What is it? You gotta work quickly after you take it out of the glory hole. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Or if I thought this glass of wine would last the whole episode. <laughs> or you have, or you have to pay again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've already mm-hmm. bought my glory hole ticket. That checks out. <laughs> that tracks. Anyway, that's that's our early show recommendation. That's blown away on Netflix. Yeah. I would definitely watch that. Yeah. Just you know. Well, all right then. <laughs> it was a fun weekend for me. We watched that, and then we Venom. Uh, which I, so, I still so haven't gotten that. around to see that. How, how, uh, how is so? Well, th- uh, we also watched Shazam. Okay, which is um amazing. If you haven't seen Shazam yet, I haven't. But that's one that I've actually wanted to get around to. Shazam's really good. Shazam uh, Macklin actually went. He watched it. We rented it on like uh, Amazon Prime. He watched it twice, and then they went into town today, and he purchased it. Nice. nice. So, yeah, it's uh, Shazam is really good. Um, Zachary Levi is great. Mark, hey, Nick, your man Mark Strong's in that. 
My guy. Yeah. Your guy. He's in he's in Shazam. I think it is a really good it's a really good family one. So if you wanted to take a like a red box flyer on me, I would vouch for I'd, Shazam. I'd give it a shot. It's a it's a fun little it's actually it's pretty funny. You'll you'll laugh a lot. So and it's heartwarming, you know, Aww. stuff like that. Let's check that out. Yeah. What you guys what have you guys done in the week since we've all been together? I feel like I've dominated the show so far. I don't want to do that. Uh, I've been just pouring through all of the shit that's been coming out of Comic-Con. That's, that's basically been my week. Fucking Segway boss. Ain't it? Nice. Ain't it? Nice. Like we, like, it's like we talked about that. <laughs> but no, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, specifically the Marvel stuff or like. Uh, so all of it in all honesty, there was a lot of really juicy shit that came out of, uh, Comic-Con this year. Uh, the Marvel stuff, obviously, uh, which I'm sure that we'll get into and, uh, uh, get into it. Uh, but, um, a lot of the other things that had come out, uh, it were, uh, some, a bunch of stuff about Star Wars, including, um, obviously the up and coming conclusion for the, uh, sequel trilogy, uh, yeah, a new the Mandalorian. Yep, the Mandalorian. Uh, a new Vader comic. Uh, that, well, it's uh, yeah, a second arc for a Vader comic called Vader Immortal, um, which looks like it's going to be really fantastic. And, Is that going to be like a Netflix special or? Uh, no, no, no. no. Com- com- yeah, yeah, yes, well played. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank that you. That took a second. Um, I knew what you meant. I just I couldn't resist the pun. <laughs> Uh, and then, um, what else? Oh, the Knights of Ren book got announced as well. Yeah. And the Rise of yeah, Kylo Ren. Those, those two books are, well, those two things are being released before, um, episode nine. Yeah. So, so um, we're going to get, we'll so no, pick those up. Well, I think it's going to be, I don't want to say required, but I bet they do less, um, introduction of the Knights of Ren, in- right? You know, I mean, like I bet they're I bet they're nameless. I bet you get backstories in the book, right? Or or you might get like you might get their na- names, but yeah, I mean you're gonna get their names, and then they're getting dropped on a planet somewhere and gonna go fuck up some rebels, right? Right? Is it like how Emperor um, not Emperor, Emperor. Geez, Admiral Admiral Holda? Was yeah, yeah. Holden, was it Holda? It might have been Holda. I think it was Holda. Haldo. Haldo. Sure. Did I switch my vowels? Berenstein. 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 Um, other things that came out of Comic Con. Uh, Haldo. Haldo. Uh, uh, let's see. We've got the 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 clip of Taika uh, in season four of Rick and Morty. Yep. Came out yeah. of that, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited about that. Uh, more stuff coming out for the Dark Crystal series, series movie. Uh, uh, um, why? What do you mean, why? Oh, dude, it looks it's great. fantastic. The cast, too, is, is fucking as A-list as you could get. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Witcher, which... Looks like it's going to be really good. 
I, I hated don't know Dark it. Crystal, the movie. I oh, did you really? Passionately. Really? So the idea that somebody would see fit to remake it is why. Tell, I made tell that us stuff. why. Tell us why. Because, well, I watched it in an age where things like that creeped me out. And okay, uh, and it was just, Puppets, if I remember or? right. Um, no, like uh, weird, like. Uh, young Uncanny Billy Kameen's creatures um, <laughs> just running rampant and doing whatever. I, I remember it being creepy and sucky and so then it doesn't stick with me and I don't watch it. I haven't seen it in 30 years. So <laughs> why remake it? What about the Labyrinth? Stupid. What's your thoughts on the Labyrinth? Really? Except for David Bowie. But less stupid than, than uh, Dark Crystal. I realize I'm in the minority there. I just don't care. Just, uh, I thought that all those, I've, like, I've never, never seen any, Labyrinth. Never any story. Kiss my ass. Uh, Labyrinth, whatever. Uh, the Tom Cruise, shove it. Is that Legend? Legend. Um, all, all those I were. <laughs> the Dark Crystal, no. No. No thanks. Pass. Well, I like the Dark Crystal. Same. I liked it. I, I also I really liked, it liked for the reasons that you disliked it, which is yeah. interesting to me. Never seen Labyrinth? I've never seen Labyrinth. No. And it's wild because uh, my wife is one of the biggest Labyrinth fans I've ever met. Yeah, ever. that is that is wild. Yeah. We actually <laughs> played the Labyrinth board game the other day because she was such a big fan of it. Get, Labyrinth get, is, is the best of those things that we all that we just mentioned. That, getting that even more wild, Joe. Is it, though? Didn't even what? It's it's getting even more wild that you play you've played the labyrinth board game, but never seen the movie. Yep. No. Are you guys being so. never-ending story guys? Yeah. No. No, I'm, uh, that, I'm that I never was. I'm an average never-ending story person. Falcor massively overrated. Yeah. I like the metaphors. It's a good metaphorical movie. Uh, but I was I was happy relatable. to see that that uh, Falcor landed on her feet, peddling like uh, Christian ministries on the, the television with Benny Hill. That was good. I, I was happy about that. Did you guys see all the stuff that came out about? Uh, okay, so you know, like the CW has like the Arrowverse. It's Green Arrow. It's the Flash. Mm-hmm. It's Supergirl. Uh, yeah. Soon to be Batwoman. Really? They're doing their big and Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing their big uh, crossover event, which is Crisis on Infinite Earth. See, I'm intrigued by that. And I'm mostly intrigued because they're bringing back the Superman from the super terrible Superman movie that came out a handful of years ago. Brad, Brad and Routh. Ruth. Right. Routh. Yeah. No. Yes, they're also bringing back Burt Ward as Robin. Interesting. Um, they're bringing back, uh, was it Linda Carter, first, the TV Wonder yeah. Woman? Yes. yes. They're bringing back. Uh, it's, it's this is amazing, absolute, actually. It sounds fantastic. It's, it's, it's an absolute shit ton of um, who's the dude who played. There's actually a, a guy who plays in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Is it Legends of Tomorrow? I don't know. Yeah. Who plays the, he plays at, uh, Adam. Yeah. Well, he, he also played. Um, well, that's Brandon Ralph. He's 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 playing also oh. playing Superman. 
Um, Tom Welling is it? Tom I thought, Welling? I thought yeah. Brandon Routh got railroaded out of Hollywood after that and hasn't been seen since like 2017. Well, he's been on DC's Legends of Tomorrow as another superhero. He also was. He started out in the Flash. Yes. Um. The the Superman from Smallville. Tom is it? Tom Welling. That sounds right. So, that feels right. Yeah. He's he's also right. coming back as Superman. Smells right. That's. Basically, what they're saying is all these different TV shows with all these different people, they were all at one point. Um, they're just different Earths. There's infinite Earths, and now it's, there's a crisis on infinite Earths, and all these superheroes are coming together to fight what the, the anti-monitor or whatever. It's a shame that it happens uh, so late in our timeline. Yes. I wish. Adam, Adam West is not long in the grave. No, and that would have been cool to have Adam, because Adam West would have came back at Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I think that's I think that's cool. cool. So. That's going to be very I mean, awesome. I'm, I'm going to watch that. Sinbad taste. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> about Sinbad? You're going to make a joke about Sinbad? Mm-hmm. There's never, there's never enough jokes about Sinbad. No, I just I was going to bring up, I was going to bring up uh, the advances in technology and uh, the things we probably could have done with Christopher Reeves. <laughs> Like make him um, walk again. Um, yep. At least on film. Oh yeah, CGI legs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't Sinbad, mind lost, Sinbad lost his legs. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a show title. Stephen Hawking. Um, <laughs> well, I my Discord keeps cutting out like for like two seconds every thirty seconds, so I'm only catching certain catching bits. every twenty eight seconds of that. I'm I'm the like leap year birthday of fucking podcast listening. Uh, but either way, I that's what I heard was Sinbad, and then all of a sudden he walked again. So yeah. I, is that awesome. Dean Cain? Oh God! <laughs> it's a nickel for John Mulaney's luck <laughs> uh, Um Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was some cool STD news. Cool STD news. Yep, cool STD. That's Lynn, also what I heard. Lin so. Manuel Miranda around that. I'm not even say I got I, I yes. got cut out there too. Lynn Lynn Man Miranda Well Deb? Yes. That's what I heard. Oh, it was a well dab. Oh, is that what it yeah, was? A whale dab. A whale dab. Yeah. Wow. Which is crazy because wow. they can't really bend their elbows that well. Right. Because they're all up. Near the rib cage. That was the joke. Yeah, <laughs> I, re- I remember. I remember why I uh, don't use my cock mic when we record because apparently it cuts out on me. Oh, I made a joke about Lin Manuel Miranda, and it was beautiful. I guess uh-huh. I didn't we, hear a lot of laughter. We laughed in spirit. Do you know they're making a new Power Ranger movie? I was, I'm sorry. I was on a, a child vision quest. I, I'm sure there was something that happened that was good. Mm. <laughs> Did you play like a like a penguin in the child's vision quest? Uh, no. Uh, I don't. What's my other options? No. Uh, I don't know. On that. I was just pissed off Jack Quick in Fight the Club box. reference. Echidna. Echidna. See, right. Joe, that's what amazes me about you is you can be so like – 
drunk all over the road, but then then reach somewhere into your your vault and pull out a Fight Club reference on demand. I I don't know what to make of you. But then not know who like Chi McBride then, is. Yeah, and then I come back with a Brad Pitt joke, and you're like, I don't. You're what's like, Brad who, Pitt? Is, that? I don't, is, he a, is he a golfer? I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> It's an amazing talent thing. Very niche. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, yeah, but it's not. What What is the niche? It's almost at a it's, certain point you're going to be looked at as if you're doing it intentionally. Is he, I is he am, not? Am I not? <laughs> I was, I, I was you, pretty sure my role on this show was to be Dan O'Brien's character from After Hours. Am I not nailing that? <laughs> you're doing great. You're, you're, I'm right with you with somehow not being with you, but I'm okay with it. I, I was still trying to get past the, the Lin Man Warhammer or whatever somebody said a few seconds ago. And then I, then I vision questioned. It's my favorite. I don't play 40K. I don't play. Just did you guys see they're making that into a Netflix series? Yes, now? it's or going to be series? so good. <laughs> Rob awakens, unties his velvet rope, so and decides to it's amazing throw the heretics. It's amazing what happens when he lets blood flow to his brain. Right. Uh, yes. That was something I was never expecting to be made into a television show. <laughs> I this is 40K? Know. Yeah. It's 40K. As, as okay. you know, I don't know anything about 40K other than um, I think the Colts have a faction. Yeah, sure. Like, like the sports Andrew team? Luck? Yeah. Yeah. Don't oh. they? Yeah. How come no one's done uh, an Andrew Luck's face as like a ultramarine it sh- yet? They should. Especially, especially at why isn't Andrew Luck walking around Gen Con as an Ultramarine? He should be because he's there as Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, that's so right, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> oh, rookie. Uh, <laughs> send my generals a case of whatever he's drinking. <laughs> I'm not sending your genitals shit. What is wrong with you guys, son? Gen- generals, generals, who generals. You guys are gross. <laughs> Speaking of gross, <laughs> anybody else see the uh, the typeface on that Loki? Oh Loki? my god! Jeez. Speaking of uh, fonts that make me soft, put my I, eyes out. I missed this one. Like Oedipus Luckily. Rex. I feel like there has to be a reason. I don't know why. Like I know why, but like, I, I don't know why they chose this font. Or like someone at Screen Rant decided to break down the the font and the logo for the Loki show. That sounds great. And, and then they were a contestant. I'm blown away. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Yeah, that checks out. It's like the the L the L looks very industrious. We're thinking maybe he's in the 60s. It's fucking yes. Fucking sound of music with Loki's magazine cutout letters. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Did you just did you just look it up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Everything it's else so is bad. okay. I, I know Joe, you had a problem with the kerning in the Hawkeye logo. I did not care for the Hawkeye typeface at all. Why? Specifically, specifically the kerning. The, yeah. Well, I was shown I was shown the 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 font that it was based off of. It is. I was going to say when I saw it, it's it's instantly recognizable as the. The typeface, the font of the very popular Hawkeye run, yeah, of of of, cur- of current 
And and I agree, it, it is very recognizable as that. It just it looks so much better on the comic to me. And they make, just, they're I, making it a series. Terrible. Yes, yes. The the MCU phase oh, four God. is going to last Christ. two years, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. In those two years, we're going to have the Black Widow movie, the Pass. Eternals movie. Pass. I think that's going to be amazing. I think the Eternals going to be good too. Really I have good. some questions. I have a lot hard of pass. Oh, get the I have fuck a lot of out questions of here! About the- Your no, shitty I, I will, opinions. I'll defend it. I'll defend. What do you my know position. about the Eternals? I know that the casting seems very uninspired and grasping at straws. Does it? And from what I read about the character arc, it's it's like which character? Just about like I'm sorry, not character arc. All right, get the fuck arc, out of the, here! Uh, I'm done with you. Like the uh, like the <laughs> the characters. It seemed very much like it's about what I imagined was comic book like filler between series in the Marvel yeah, universe. Which is exactly what we need. We need a level of superhero above the Avenger level, which is about max capacity badass. We need a level above that. And then let's conjure up some other sort of fucking outer world nemesis for them to deal with. And then let's plug Angelina Jolie's crooked necropsis ass in there as a, as a part and whoever else they cast. And it seems like it was, from what I read, which is very little, it seems like a swing and a miss. It's time will tell, but I predict it won't my, be. I just want to know, and we'll find the, out more about the it casting. The casting looked very subpar for Marvel, and the idea that like next, it's next level power entities slash humanoids just seems. I don't know why. What do you mean? Why? I want to know how they're going to retcon them into like if they're. If their whole concept is, is that they're immortals who have been around for yeah, millennia. they're supposed to exist in the same timeline as like the. That's what the I'm wondering. Where, where were line. they? Where if their and if their whole thing was to actually like uh, protect humanity, where were they during all the stuff we just watched? I think right. that's what I'm wondering how they're going to make how they're going to reconcile that. Other I'm than that, they're not. They're, they're not even going to try. They're just going to throw all out more dead by the end of the Eternals movie, and it sets up Galactus. Ooh. For the big Ooh. bad in Phase Five, and that we're, plus them bring and in, we're going to uh, see Fantastic Four in Phase Five. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, is that where you're going? Did you, I add no, that, block you? you? You did, but no, it was it was perfect. All right. Well, what's the point though, then, Rob? Why why even do it what, then? What do you well, mean? I, why I, even do it then? I don't know. Is it serving a purpose in the story arc? Then I think we could already go to Galactus if you need to. I think the purpose in the story arc is if they do it as like a one-off, like we're not going to have an Eternals two. We're going to give you the Eternals, and they're going to use that as a way to, um, because Feige's already said that that phase phase four is two years long. It's four movies and uh, four TV shows that all build into each other, and it sets up Phase Five, which is the big start of like um, the next saga. So I think that it might be just a one movie that either fills in a blank or uh, reinforces, and uh, I don't know the origin story for what Phase Five is supposed to be. I don't know. Maybe maybe the Earth that we know. Isn't the Earth that we're going to see in Eternals? Maybe it was already destroyed by Galactus. I don't know. What I truly don't understand, cool. Nick, is in a world mm-hmm. of reboots and sequels, 
whenever mm-hmm. this opportunity comes up for a great story that you've never heard of that could be done in a way that's cinematically beautiful that's could be a great story and a great one-off you poo-poo it before it even sell me sell me the sell me the great story arc in a in a kind of forced thing of next level like like ryan said like ultra gods that are existing in the same timeline and plane tell me they, where they're where, do, where do they they're, what am i missing firstly do they have to exist in the timeline and plane because they've That's already opened I, up the multiverse several times at this point so now they can make okay. whatever story they want and it doesn't have to connect to the same movies that you've already watched that you probably still think are tied into the x-men movies well, that's what I'm saying. At the end of Eternals, when you find out this whole time that that Earth that they've been on isn't Earth six one six or whatever it is, okay. But it, but it just introduced Galactus, or it just introduced um, Kang the Conqueror, or it just you know what I mean. I, I, if you're if you're telling me it has to be a vehicle for Galactus, I'll subscribe. It doesn't, it doesn't have I to know be a, a vehicle fact, for anything. I know for a fact if you have to pull in Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek as your female leads, it's not that great of a script. Okay. It does have Richard Madden in it though? Our guy, the King of the North. Praise be. Uh, yeah. And something called a Brian Tyree Henry. And some something called a Ma Dong Seok. You're what? Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's not inspired Marvel casting. So what would have been ins- what well. would have been inspired Marvel casting for these characters, Nick? I'm I'm uh, genuinely curious me, about your opinion now. Let's let's see here. Uh the guy that uh the black guy that hawks Coors beer products would be cool. Okay, as I think as he who? died. He might have died. I think he did die. No, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. The like the Warren Sapp looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Warren Sapp. Would <laughs> Warren, be Sapp. Warren, Warren Sapp. Sapp would as, be inspired as Fastos or Fast Fastos. Great, keep going. I would do okay. Warren Sapp. That'd be. Uh, nice. We'll leave Richard Madden uh, as as. Can we? Can we leave Icarus? Uh, can we leave my dude, uh, like Kumar Nanjani? Yeah, he's a non-entity. He's there for racist comic relief. Uh, so as the Eternal folks, um, let's see, who do we want to put here? Uh, Madge Sinclair would have been inspired casting. That'd be cool. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, as let's go. Or you uh, just pick it, people, because you want to try and as prove something Ajak. here. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. We're, um, we're gonna we're gonna phase Selma Hayek out, and the Angelina Jolie role, uh, Shelley Duvall. Is Eugene Levy available? <laughs> Eugene Levy is available. Plug him on in there. That's inspired. Neat. Roll that, that out. Is inspired. No, they're not doing it for you. You're doing great. That's they did make it to where you you uh. You're gonna have to. Buy you say that in a way. Who said what? Huh? Nothing. Never mind. Moments passed. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to buy Disney Plus. 
Yes. For what? Uh, because the TV shows on Disney Plus, the limited run series like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, WandaVision, Loki, all of the Star and, Wars stuff that's going uh, that way too. Hawkeye. Well, you're going to have to buy it specifically because like WandaVision. Like you watch the you watch the season of WandaVision and then you go see Doctor Strange two in theaters because it leads directly into the movie. How fantastic is it that Doctor Strange two is going to be a horror movie? <laughs> no, I'm that, very it's, excited it's, about it's, it's that. A, it's got a uh, it's got a real Cthulhu fucking uh, bent to it with the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Instead of the mountains of madness, I yes, I'm I'm really excited about it. I I think but, that could really really help wide up, like open up the the superhero genre some more because I'm still waiting for well, that fucking start new with, movie that's never going to come it, out. Don't don't ever stop waiting for it. Breaks, You're probably never going to see it. Breaks my heart. They might drop it on like Hulu, but. It's, it's you're never going to see it in theaters. It's, it says August 2nd. I want it to happen. Please. What is this? Sorry. New Mutants. If oh. it comes if it comes out, it's not going to be in theaters. No way. No way, no how. It's just like they just uh they just bumped Sonic back too. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. I'm not expecting that to do great, but at the same time, they also are redoing the entire CG for the course of the whole movie for him, so I can see where that might cause some time delays. Can I ask a question? I'm watching Deadpool 2. You know the scene where they all jump out of the helicopter? Great scene. Mm -hmm. Great scene. Deadpool, everybody jumps, then Deadpool waits like 15 seconds, then jumps, and somehow catches them. How is that? I don't remember. I don't think physics allow for that. Mm. Okay. Maybe he slips through a hole in the plot. Oh, ah, you know what? He, no, the difference is he's cutting through the panels instead of like. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he, since he's just falling straight, you know, panel to panel to panel, you can, you know, bridge the gap much quicker that way. <laughs> now, what do you think it means for uh, Deadpool that he wasn't, they didn't mention anything about. Uh, Deadpool three in fa- in the next two years. You think you, would you read into that at all, mm. or because they didn't say anything? Probably. They also because at the end of the deal, uh, Feige said like we ran out of time. We didn't have enough time to talk about uh, uh, Fantastic Four or the X Men. But you know, hey, there's always you know we just ran out of time. He didn't say like and Deadpool as if it's like not a property that is even. You think it's done? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a really good chance for it just being done at this point. And, uh, I mean, because I don't think that Disney is going to put out a rated R product. And since it's already associated with those other movies, I could see Disney just not wanting to put themselves that close to the property. Well, they had – I mean, yeah, they had the uh, the first class actually in Deadpool 2. So. Right. <laughs> Although, wouldn't it be the most Deadpool thing ever to – Reference the fact that he was in other movies just recently, but those aren't important anymore. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Maybe, that might be a good way to do it. Have him sort of gym the camera. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Nick, you're very quiet. Are you still fuming over the Eternals? A little bit. I'm also reading some articles about other things in Phase 4 and 5. Oh, I, what do you think? Now, how are they going to work Blade into it? Oh, Christ. I think they're it's gonna, like you just want to... I think they're trying to go for another horror movie. I mean, obviously, but I think oh, they're, God, I think they're really trying to open it up from just oh. being giant superhero movies with giant superhero fights. Nothing we need more right now than horror movies. I would agree with that. I'm reading about the Fantastic Four reboot. Which one? <laughs> uh, the yes. most recent. Okay. No, the the one in, in pre-production for oh. by the the Feige force. I don't know. I'm I'm ext- I admittedly very cynical about everything, but I, that's more that's more emotional reaction I, than anything. In else. all fairness, when it comes to the Fantastic Four, you're pretty yeah. You have uh, spot on with your cynicism. Yeah, justified. It's a reasonable. Yeah, justified. Just, justified. Well, yeah. and and just all of the like uh, the reboots that are coming with their acquisition of all the intellectual properties. I, I'm. As I said, I better I think spend multi- millions Maharshala. of dollars and bury it all. No, not that. But I mean, do do we need another blade? Do we need a blade reboot? Really? Why not? I mean, why? We don't need any of this. Yeah, I don't know. I arguably I, it, it, there's a certain point I feel like it's just massive oversaturation. But whatever. We, we haven't hit that pl- point years ago already. Oh, we're. I, I realize that that they basically have a bottomless pit they can mine. Mm-hmm. I get that. I'm not. I'm not taking like some artistic stand. It's just mm-hmm. you know, and and the the Marty Ali casting is cool for Blade, but do we need a Blade? Was Blade such an iconic character that we need a reboot less than twenty years in? Do we? I don't think anybody's screaming for a Fantastic Four anything ever. Just let it go. If you want to double down and 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 get going with some X-Men stuff. I can't really fault you. You know, Sony had their run. Um, Not Sony. But, you know, uh, Fox, I'm sorry. Um, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to sign up to see another Wolverine, a different Wolverine actor. I'm not going to sign up for any of that. Other people will, and that's cool. And, but I, I can't. I'll be the, I'll be the get off my lawn guy for all this stuff. It's just, it's, Sensory overload. You think they do some sort of like a... What's that shield group where it's like Man-Thing and Vampire by Night and like a Warwolf? Do you think they put Blade in that? Do you think they do like a like a, like a a shield dark? I think they were the Highland Commandos, weren't they? Uh, no, I think that... Like, uh, like a... Like a literal Howling Commandos, because it was led by Warwolf. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was a Howling Commandos thing. I, I know what you're talking about. Um, I think it might have been like Shield Dart or something weird like that. Uh, come back to me, Nick. It is. It is Howling Commandos. Is it? Is it really? Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you've got another Watchmen series on top of this too. Oh yeah, because Werewolf God. by Night is in that. I Damn it. uh I now this is a this is kind of a, 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 a the living mummy, of, Gorilla Man the first. 
Oh yeah, man. At, at a certain point, what is too much, or is there? Is it just fine? Is it is it infinite? It's infinite. It's infinite. Okay, I can't argue that. I just don't believe it. In it. I mean, so I I I'm confused in the sense that I don't understand why you feel like there should be a limitation to this. I I can't really explain it. I guess other than it just like. I know. If I know. These there's some were demand. Being made, we would get shitty rom-coms and other shitty movies that just fall out of Hollywood, like we do every other year. Anyway, so th- right. That's, so it's that's not true. like we're I guess like I don't. We're not really losing out on quality cinema. If anything, this just, is improving the standard of movies just, that are coming we're just out incrementally. Rom-coms. Right. That's a good point. I guess I I'm at a point where I'm not. Desiring or craving more of he's that. a fifteen hundred year old Norse god. She's a PhD from America. Their budget is sixteen million dollars. <laughs> Doctor Thorgood. I'd watch that probably. He wants to live by the beach, you know, close to work, and she wants to live in town, you know, close to work. <laughs> That's good. They wanna. <laughs> They want a six bedroom, one bathroom, split level ranch <laughs> on the ocean, right? For under a hundred thousand dollars. He wants he wants a place to work out. She needs a laundry room. <laughs> he makes hats for mice. She's a kindergarten I, aide. I never realized until just now that uh, all of those house hunter shows. Use the exact same format as rom-com 90s trailers. Yes. Yes. Yes, they do. Never realized it. Yep. He's a lonely dentist. (laughs) Huh. And she needs a root canal. So, I didn't realize this, but I think, nay, I know. Uh Oh. The Howling Commandos, of which we seek, uh, had spoken of, the, uh... Horror rendition already a thing in the MCU. Of course, it is. It was on Shield. Phil Coulson had formed the New Howling Commandos. When with, I don't with who with Ghost Rider? Uh, it looks like the team consisted of Frankenstein's monster, Man Thing, Ninkatooth, Living Mummy, and Zombie, also known as John Doe. Too much. It's just too much. Bullshit. When did this happen? Was this season like six, the most recent? I don't know. I uh, no. Hang on, I lied. This might be a Shield comic. It's a Shield comic that Phil Coulson happens oh, to be okay. in. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm glad you clarified. I apologize for getting everybody's hopes up. See, I remember the last time I saw it was the reason I bring it up is because they're in the Ultimate Spider-Man on Disney. At one point, he teams up with Blade and the Howling Commandos. Yes. Which is why I thought that. Yes, he does. I had forgotten about that. So I thought that would be like a a cool way to use Blade to keep. Otherwise, I just don't I don't know where unless they've just gone away from the concept of like these movies build on each other. And maybe that's what we need to maybe. I mean, that's not a thing anymore. Not very well. 
honestly could be the case because and maybe I mean, like we said, just gonna have like, like the, this is blade right they've opened up the multiverse now i mean right. they they could just be doing whatever the hell they want now because they've already run their 10-year mega right, story the, that builds on top of itself over and over again we can establish yeah, the load has been blown right we can establish different worlds <laughs> and different characters and Either do one. It sounds like a lot of it is is focusing back on these like series as opposed to the movie stories. What I'm seeing, a lot of these things are going into like some sort of serial story. Yeah, which I mean, honestly, the money is. I'm kind of cool with them going to this uh, to this format. I mean, it seems like it won't be. It, it, it seems like it'll be less overbearing than putting out three or four movies a year. Like, two movies a year and that's a couple fair. of shows that are coming out. I think that's much more digestible. I think that it'll help with trying to keep their, like, keep that superhero fatigue, I guess, uh, low. So that way we aren't just constantly being hammered with this shit all the time. Maybe you just hit on that problem. Maybe that's, maybe, that's maybe that's part of my big issue is that there's I just can't possibly keep up anymore mm. with what they're putting out and that disenfranchises me and it makes me think that they are selfish and greedy. I mean so, Disney is the world's big... first mega corporation. So yes. Uh ooh, yeah, ooh. I mean there's elements of I mean there's elements of truth there. There's also I'm sure some elements of art layered in, but it sure does seem like, you know it we can, or we will because we can, not because we want or need to, but because we can. We're just going to, I we're mean, going to ring the bell until it, until I, it doesn't ring I, anymore. I, I until, no, until no one answers. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely don't and, disagree and with that, that, but I feel like. That gives me pushback. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it is a money-making machine right now, and they are absolutely cashing in on it. Um, but I think that the the people at Marvel that are helping and running the show for this, and people like Kevin Feige, I mean, they haven't really done a whole lot of wrong by us yet, other than a few hiccups. And I feel like that they're all. No, I still, think they're with DreamWorks. Huh. Oh, they're all at. Sorry, uh, it was the how, train, how to Train Your Dragon joke. You're on fire with really obscure jokes tonight. Um, but I feel like they're still in capable hand, uh, hands, and I feel like the people that are working on them are still people who are passionate about the projects. I think as soon as those two factors go away, I, I that'll be whenever it ultimately dies. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll ever die. <sighs> they'll just I don't live long enough to see itself turn into the villain just the yeah, I don't think it's, universe. Gonna, it's not going to keep putting out the, the quality of product that I mean yeah it'll, it, it'll have to for the most part point. has up to this point yeah and that saddens me mm. it's okay don't be sad I'll get over it but I'll mark it down now and my record's pretty good. The Eternals will be their first. What what is the Marvel equivalent of a flop? Not a flop in the real sense, but it'll it will mm. it will not mm. hit a home run. In On the bright humans. side, oh yeah, Inhumans doesn't even exist to me. 
I don't. I'm not even following. So. Oh, it was it was bad. Yeah, you're better for it. Was was that Netflix thing? No, it was. It, no, no, it was ABC. Well, 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 that doesn't well, count. It was going to be ABC, but the uh, it was going to be a lot uh, of things, and then it just the, kept getting buried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better that we just Bummer. forget it. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even want to talk about it. It was such a disappointment. <laughs> In that case, Joe, what have you been geeked on this week? I have been geeking on. Um, uh, Maddie and I went and saw Hamilton last night. Nice. Oh, good. Yeah, and it was uh, it was fantastic. It was as good as everybody said. So, uh, Would you like really to enjoyed elaborate? it. I'm tempted Who to say won? no. Um, how are you defining winning? Mm-hmm. This was Thomas this Jefferson, was fight, right? Uh, okay. Thomas Thomas Jefferson won, or Aaron Burr. If you're talking about the fight, Aaron Burr won that one, but he lost the larger fight, uh, which was the public relations fight. No one really ruined his political career to kill old Alley Hams. So it was good. It was good. It was uh uh. You could tell it was a Tuesday night show, if that makes any sense. Uh, the the actors were all really tired. It felt like, um, but it was it was a really good show. A really great musical. Um, was surprised uh, having only really listened to the soundtrack. I didn't realize that there's almost no dialogue in the entire thing. Um, so that was interesting. I've never seen a musical that was all music and no dialogue. Um. Uh, learned a lot. Fascinating. Uh, really, really a very fascinating historical expose on uh, on Alexander Hamilton and uh, all the people around him. And uh, it was interesting. It was really it was just really fantastic. I don't know. It was well done. It was it was well performed and it was interesting. I, I don't know what else to say about it. That hasn't already been said. Good. Cool. All right. Yeah. And, and I, I will say, I guess that's that's the only other thing I would say is uh, it's still in Chicago until I think early next year. And uh, we got really, really good seats for like $125 a piece. So uh, it's very inexpensive to see right now. You think that's inexpensive? Uh, considering when it first came to Chicago, it was $625 a seat. Yeah, gross. It's relatively inexpensive. Such as the theater. So, and that, I'm sure if you got just like a regular balcony seat, uh, it would probably only be like thirty to fifty dollars. So, but we were we were celebrating our anniversary, so I I spent a little more. As oh, good for you. Yeah. Cute. So. Yeah. You know how good it on. be. Uh, Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, well, in the vein of all of the Marvel stuff that has come out, one of the other things that had come out recently was a new game for the Switch. I don't know if any of you guys ever played Marvel Ultimate Alliance <laughs> back in the day. Is it called Marvel Ultimate Alliance it's 3? so good, and yes. Of which I have just unlocked Venom. Finally, yes. Fantastic. We have to play together sometime. Yeah, I was. Is it? Uh, it is. What, what is it? 
Uh, so the premise of the game is that you and either three computers or up to three of your friends run around as uh, any one of the variety of Marvel superheroes that are available in the game, uh, of which there are many and there are tons more coming down the pipeline. Best, best part about it is you play the game for about a half hour, 45 minutes as the Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. And then you you don't have to go much farther than that to have unlocked like the gambit of tons of characters characters to play. <laughs> yes, Cap, <laughs> Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain Marvel, Nightcrawler, Magneto, uh, Gambit, Gambit <laughs> Daredevil, <laughs> the Hulk. I mean, like tons. It's awesome, and there and there are more coming. And it's a it's a great party game. It's uh, it's got a really engaging story. It's a lot of fun. A lot of cool combos that you can do with your team. Is it is it an arcade fighter? Is it a uh, yeah, sort of turn based yeah. RPG? It's, it's not turn based. It's, it's more it's more like arcade fighter. Um, it's a it's got a cool like, Smash Brothers feel to it. Yeah, gotcha, but, gotcha. But instead of, I mean. There are big, wide open, like three dimensional maps instead of the like two dimensional platformer maps. Um, but but yeah, ar- like arcade, like gotcha. over the shoulder fighter game. I guess I would uh, it would be relatively close to how I would describe it. But yes, it's it's absolutely fantastic, and I uh, I'm going to be bringing my Switch and such to Gen Con so we can all get. Uh, okay, so super... I don't need to really ask that many more questions no, about no, it. Is it the same it as the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game that was like uh, an iOS game? No. Mm, okay. No. 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 Nothing like it. Okay. Uh, I don't. Was there an Ultimate Alliance game that came out for the? Yes. I don't, that sounds sad. Uh, no, it's like the ones that had come out for the PlayStation, and uh, I think there. I, I think the PS, like the PlayStation Two and the PS3. Um, gotcha. This is a Generation. Switch exclusive. This is a Switch exclusive. By the way. Yeah, which is also very cool, I guess. Uh, but yeah, no, fantastic game. Would very much recommend. Uh, Nick, gotcha. Sweet. What about you? Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for asking. Good question. Um, I <laughs> was <laughs> lost in looking at uh, this Dark Crystal. Uh, thing that we were talking about and finding absolution in the fact that since it stars our friend of the program Tehran Edgerton I know that in fact it must be some donkey exercise so I don't feel so bad about my rant and rave uh, but tell me how it goes well we will and uh, this week has been I actually won't tell it all right now because we're running way late but we'll talk about next week and our uh, final youth sports update of the summer season. I had quite a youth sports uh, oriented week featuring anecdotal things that need sharing, but it uh, takes a little you longer may, than... If you want to tell us, you can, or you're going to have to wait two weeks. Fuck you. Because next week is Fuck. live at Loft Miller's in downtown Indianapolis, Indiana. Is it really? Is next week really con time already? It is. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. It's just now, as well. If you want to come to Indianapolis on Wednesday night, you could join us for the live show. And you could talk about it during the live show. Sure. That's true. Uh, daughter's birthday party Wednesday. Well, eh. there you go. Because wah, wah. Ditch my life does that type of thing. Fucker. 
What? Not, what? not literally. You just... <laughs> I was... No. No. Even metaphorically. <laughs> Bad. Ass eyes. Yeah. Can't wait to Metaphorically, I suppose. Figuratively? Mm. <laughs> nope. I, n- n- in no way any of the... Synonymous. Categorically, geographically. Horizontal. No. No. You know, my, my mom's really sick in the hospital fighting cancer. Fuck her. <laughs> no. It's not. I. I totally have lost my sports hey, analogy. Uh, Brian, what, what, what are you geeking on? I'm just going to take this and bottle it up. <laughs> I uh you know I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, you want you want to you want to go down the, across the street and punch your grandma in the face? <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm I taking a homeless guy you can back over with your car. Handy. <laughs> Taking aback is is not the right word. I'm I'm I love that it's recorded. <laughs> it's my daughter's birthday. Fuck her. <laughs> like as a gift? What are you fucking like what do you mean? I only heard it as one word. Which one? Fucker. <laughs> I just thought he said fucker. Like F-U-C-K-E-R. Oh, I did. Does that make I it heard... better? Yeah, I don't know. If he's calling you a fucker for being oh. busy. Okay, well, way to give him an out there. I think Pastor I think Joe. I fucked up one too many times and trying to recover from that for me to be able to just slide over to that. Uh, <laughs> head over to gcl.threadless.com. We have a slew of Jesus. new shirts, including my favorite shirt, one that says very simply and elegantly, may I say, I am not a kind person. <laughs> it's one of my favorite shirts that we have in the new line of shirts. I think there's three new ones that were put up today. Um, so go to gcl.threadless.com. Check those out. Get yourself some swag. If you like our off-color humor and uh, want to hear more of it or uh, ultimately want to hear less of it, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash geekcast live and uh, give us some ducats. Give us uh, give us some uh, monthly money in the mail. If you and, love, uh, if one of the things you're totally into is loud breathing into the heavy breathing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, some people are big fans of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Like if that's your thing, like a grumbly, <laughs> like a grumbly hot mouth. I do like love that. a good grumbly hot Isn't mouth. That- wasn't that a McDonald's character? He yeah, is the purple. That oh, makes sense. Okay. Yep. He represented milkshakes. Ah. Tracks. And be sure to get on over to our Twitter and Facebook. Drop us a line. All you have to do is search Grimace was the felon line. then? Yeah, he was the felon one. Hmm. Write your grandparents. Write them. Yes, yeah, actually, they yeah. probably like a letter. Stay tuned next week for the live at Loft Millers, apparently, and then uh, <laughs> and then eventually maybe two weeks from now we'll talk about youth sports and, and all sorts of Gen Con coverage next week. We'll be on Facebook Live. We will be 
we got to get there early because uh, we got to we got to get some press passes. So uh, starting early Thursday, we will be on the uh, Twitter mobile. We'll be on Facebook. We will be uh, giving you as much coverage as we can while doing our absolute best to stay sober. Huh. And and if you are a listener and if you want to join us at Nikki Blaine's on Friday night, uh, time to be determined for our uh, third annual or fourth annual? Third, third annual. I believe. Our third annual Mitch Gittleman night. Uh, please uh, join us. We will be at Nikki Blaine's Friday night. I'm going to say probably eight. Well, to be that sounds about right. things on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Love yourself. Done recording. Check this.